Welcome to Suddenly I Realized, the podcast that sees two hardcore fans reluctantly reassess their obsession with sex in the city. We can't help but wonder, has Carrie Bradshaw finally fallen off her Manolos and her pedestal? Have we lost the will to carry on? I'm Mary Fogarty. And I'm Vanessa Kyo. Here we are again, Vanessa. It's been ages. It has been ages. Were you away in your holidays? Uh, no. No, me neither. Just lazy, I guess. <laughs> Can't stand the side of you. Uh, well, I was doing my one job. You were doing your 14 jobs. My fanny five jobs, as they call me. And we found time, uh, among all of that busyness, to watch... Exactly. A program that I'm apparently allergic to, which is And Just Like That. And just when you thought season one was absolute drivel and it couldn't get any worse, along comes season two. And just like that, I realised that this show is a dead dog. I mean, it just, the words fail me. I hope they don't fail me today on the fucking podcast. <laughs> it's not ideal <laughs> in an audio format. Gobsmacked, <laughs> speechless. So, listeners, all of you will get to hear this, our reaction to episode one. Yes, even you scabby people who won't pay five euro to support us on Patreon. The patrons will hear it first. Yeah. But then we will let the rest of you plebs listen to it. But after that, you have to pay. You can even just pay for a month or two months and like listen to them all and then unsubscribe. unsubscribe. And then subscribe again when it's built up again a bit if you want. Exactly. Or you could pay every month. Like a normal kind person. Yeah. But if you're poor, we understand. And the cost of living is high. But you have to, I think the price of our Patreon is quite reasonable. It starts at five quid a month. And you have to have joy in your life, Vanessa. Exactly. And it's less than a glass of Prosecco. It's way less than a glass of Prosecco. A glass of Prosecco is about a tenner now. Unless you're in Italy. It's about two euro, two (sighs) fifty. Do we have any listeners in Italy? I doubt it. Okay. They have better taste. (laughs) Anyway, let's go. Let's just get this over and done with. I can't believe we have to subject ourselves to this horror. Okay, well, we subject ourselves to it so that you don't have to. Exactly. Good point. Well made. As my brother said recently, he doesn't have to watch on just like that because he can hear us explain what happens in every episode. And he doesn't have to listen to the podcast, but he likes it. And he really enjoys it. Yeah, yeah. he really does. Anyway, let's go. Let's do this. Okay, so we open to this Tiny Dancer remake tune, which I quite like, mm-hmm. which was also in the trailer. So that's a good start. It all it all goes downhill after this. Yeah. Carrie, LTW, Charlotte, Miranda and Seema are all dramatically walking into bedrooms in sexy nightdresses and whatnot. Except for Miranda, who's wearing a dress I think she wore in Sex and the City in the movie the movie part two mm. when she was on the sand dunes I could be wrong but like Patricia Field would turn her grave she's not dead know, she's not dead but like she would like God be good to her thank God um, Kim Cattrall brought her back oh um, it was one of her conditions wasn't it it was so one of the conditions saving grace um, like I'm, you know I'm all for sustainable fashion but like this is a TV show yeah that made its name for its you know Reckless fabulousness. Cutting edge style. Exactly. Mm. She's wearing a fucking second hand dress. I know it was hers, but. Carrie's in a jumper. <sighs> well, she's no grieving. Riding for Lonely Naya, though, 
who is solo and uh, watching somebody ride on telly. Yeah. Now, when Imagine you... Naya was watching and just like that. Because I can see all the little, uh, what you call them, icons, like you've Netflix and HBO. Yeah. It's very Black Mirror. Imagine she was watching <gasps> and just like that, watching herself, watching and just like that, watching herself. I'm just going, what have I done? Yeah. Um, <laughs> whose outfit did you prefer? Probably LTW. Yeah, she looked great. She looked amazing. Yeah. Um, when you are about to make love, do you always approach the bed seductively in negligee while your partner is there waiting in his pants? Yes. Oh. Do you not? No. Oh. <laughs> teach their own, Mary, teach their own. Teach their own. Who do you think does the best? As in, who has the best sex scene? Who looks the roundest? Probably LTW or SEMA. I think the couple on Nia's TV. Oh yeah, definitely. The couple on Nia's TV, 100%. They get 10 out of 10. Actually, Seema, this is probably her claim to fame. It's the best performance. It's her only acceptable <laughs> performance. It's an adequate performance. So she's not speaking. She's not speaking. <laughs> she's not, well, we don't know where her fingers are, but they're not really, they're not acting, which is a breath of fresh air. Yeah. I think Seema does the best sex scene. Well done to her. Um, Credit where credit's due because you won't be getting any more credits. Miranda, of course, is in LA. Um, Carrie's doing a bit of missionary. uh, Bra on, I think. Certainly no boobs. We see Charlotte boob and we see Miranda boob. We see everything Miranda in this episode. We do. Thankfully, it does come with a warning in the beginning. Yeah. Did you catch what the sex scene was that Naya was watching? No. No, me neither. She references something later about it being a Bridgerton Oh, the Bridgerton remake or knockoff, yeah. So God knows, I don't know. Do you care? (sighs) It's sad that you're actually trying to, like, (laughs) you are wondering what the scene was. What was that now, I said? Um, So the purpose of this intro is basically to establish that the new characters are now main characters that they are on the same level as the original four they'll never be on the same level as the original four actually the originals well the original three Mm. have kind of sunk down to a different level yeah Mm -hmm. so nobody's actually a main character yeah I am not investing in any of these people oh certainly not I might invest in Anthony well maybe if he was a producer and Anthony Okay, I have my issues with handsome producer. Anyway, but if you were going to pick anybody, it would be maybe him. To what? Probably Anthony. Just to follow their story, I guess. No, I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm going to talk about him now in a second because we come on to him. We come on to him. (laughs) Well, Carrie came on to him. She certainly did, little minx. So they're in bed, yeah. And they're talking absolute drivel. It's the most inane shite I've ever heard. Do you remember, well, it's not that long ago, because obviously we have our sister podcast, which is our main podcast that you all listen to. Suddenly I realised. Mm-hmm. And we're always moaning about the banter that Big and Carrie have. Yeah. And we're saying, oh, it's a bit banal and whatever. They're not as funny as they think they are. Yeah. They're fucking more and wise in comparison <laughs> to these two. <laughs> Back Big. Bring back Big. Even I don't care what Chris Noth has done. I'm sorry, cancel me. But no, bring back Burger. Bring back the Russian. Even the Russian. 
bring back the Russian. A better banter than or Franklin. The guy who had um, ADHD. I liked him. Yeah. The jazz singer. The jazz, the jazz, guy. jazz musician. The jazz yeah. musician, yeah. Liked him. Yeah. He was a bit of fun at least. Bring back the turtle. The turtle, yeah. I think Franklin is lovely looking. He's very handsome. But as soon as he opens his mouth, and he got away with it in the studio when he well, was recording the podcast. He because didn't have he, any lines. No, it was just like, yeah, your turn, Carrie. Yeah. Great job, Carrie. But having to listen to him. He's just skating God. by on his looks. Yeah. Aren't we all, Mary? <laughs> um, They're watching a cookery show and talking about cooking. And like... Do you know, this is just... Why is this in a script? Yes, that's what people do. Fine. But we don't want to see it. Like, we don't want to no. watch them brush their teeth for two minutes. We, we don't want to watch them, you know, actually go to sleep and how long it takes them to go to sleep. Like, it's not real time. Yeah. Yet it feels like we're in real time. And in the old Sex in the City, what would have happened was Charlotte or Carrie would have been like, OK, I'm with this hot guy and he's great. Oh, but there's no conversation. There's no spark. She, you know, we'd see her rolling her eyes or looking away, kind of. Yeah. But that's not even dealt with. We're meant to, like, kind of come to that conclusion ourselves because yeah. we don't have Carrie to narrate it anymore, which yeah. I actually miss. I never thought I would long for the day for a bit of Carrie narration. But she's not even showing us through her acting, no. through her behaviour, that she's finding this conversation tedious. She's on board with yeah, this conversation. it's okay. It's kind of like, this is acceptable. It's acceptable yeah. for Carrie. It's meant to be acceptable for the viewer. And no, it's not. We don't have time. No, I don't have time. I don't have time. We're both very busy, as we've established. So I've written down here in my notes, Jesus goddamn Christ. Yeah. Christ can't help you now, love. No. It's already been filmed. I don't even know how this got the green light. This scene, this show. Yeah. Not our show. Because uh, we gave it the green we light. We gave it the green light. So Seema rings and she has sent caviar to Carrie to thank her for inviting her to the Met Ball, which I think is fair enough. But just say thanks for inviting me to the Met Ball or, or, or I can't wait for the Met Ball. Why the caviar? Who does that? Well... <laughs> Would you give somebody a little present if they were bringing you to the Met Ball? Mm. Maybe not caviar, but Maybe it is after. Seema. It yeah. is Seema, but the thing mm. is, um, first of all, I don't give a shit. Second mm. of all, Carrie should have thanked her then, there and then when she got the caviar. Why is Seema ringing Seema's her ringing Carrie. To, to make sure you got you get my caviar because you never said thank you, ungrateful bitch. So they shite on about their dresses. It's so boring. It really is, and it's so... Do you know what? It's so privileged. It's so privileged. And of course, yeah, if you were going to this event, you would be talking about what you'd be wearing. But again, we don't need this in real time. Because so we want to see what you're wearing. Yeah. We want a visual. And we hear that uh, LTW is going to be wearing Valentino. Carrie's using a new designer. And Seema's like, what to wear? Does Seema know Lisa Scott Lee? Well, for some reason, yes. Okay. We, so must, even have, we must have missed that scene, even though we are privy to every single other scene in real time. That happens in their lives. And you see them changing their tampons and so on. Actually, that'd be too interesting. Uh, yeah, so for some reason, even though Lisa is Charlotte's friend, Seema knows that Lisa is wearing Valentino to the Met Ball. And now we do too. Yeah. It's mentioned later on. So just in case we missed that bit. <laughs> you see, I'm finding that when they're talking on the phone, any of their conversations, I just tune out. It's a good job they remind you again then. Yeah, thank God. So probably they knew that the conversation and the writing was really bad mm. and that they'd have to remind us a few times. Um, but like they just keep making all these wisecracks and I just 
drift out because yeah. they're not funny wisecracks. No, because you usually do like a wisecrack. I do like a wisecrack. Uh, wow. Thank God for Anthony. But anyway, <sighs> his friends don't seem to agree. No. Charlotte arrives unexpectedly. She buzzes up and um, handsome producer is there, you see. So this could be a bit awkward. Harry's so rude to her. Why are you here? Like, why are you here? Like, I'm your friend. Yeah. And I was there for you when your husband died. Yeah, she's calling in with a sketch of her Met Ball dress and she encounters handsome producer and she's surprised to see him. And thankfully, she has Richard Burton. No. Yeah. <laughs> she does have Richard Oh, no, wait. It is Richard Burton. And I've written in brackets, I nearly wrote Bruton. <laughs> Richard Bruton. I nearly wrote Richard Bruton. So she doesn't have the Irish politician Richard Bruton with her. No. She has the dog... Or the actor Richard Burton. She has the dog Richard Burton. That would be interesting if she had Richard Burton with her. Yeah. It would be unexpected, unlike everything else that's happening. Actually, Richard Burton, the dog, is a very good actor. His face sums up our feelings. (laughs) It really does. He's just miserable. Expressionless, unhappy. Um, So what doesn't ring true for me is that Charlotte is surprised to see Franklin. Would, producer would Carrie not have told her immediately like I assume that time has passed mm-hmm. since season one like this has obviously been going on for a while it's become a bit of a regular thing why at brunch hasn't she been like pretending to eat and saying so I'm riding Franklin on Thursdays like this like, is what she does yeah and this is the first Charlotte hears of it maybe Carrie's changed well, I suppose anybody can change um Franklin understandably uh, swoons over the dog and makes an exit. He's just dying to get out of there because he's no personality and he knows it's going to be rumbled. (laughs) So he legs it and then obviously they're talking like Charlotte is shocked and then Carrie obviously knows why Charlotte is shocked because Carrie hasn't mentioned the fact that she's boning this guy. Mm. But Carrie's then pretending that she's not aware that Charlotte is like dumbfounded. Yeah. Because Charlotte's like who? And Carrie's like, <laughs> Richard Burton. Like, there's this in- inane banter. I keep yeah. saying banter. It's not banter at all. Ex- Back and forth. Exchange. Like, exchange. Where they're confused. Charlotte's asking about Franklin. Carrie's pretending she thinks that Charlotte's talking about Richard Burton. Yeah. It's just, it's a mess. And then she's like, oh, I'm poaching eggs. And Charlotte's like, what? It was established in, and just like that series one, a year ago, that Carrie was now well able to cook. Yeah. This is stupid. And she's like, I've discovered um, my oven is for more than just storage. Very lazy writing. Stop it. Yeah. God, this is Come so on, we can do this. Okay. Off to LTW. Now, Lisa Todd Wexley is trying to work and her stupid kids and her boring husband keep asking her stuff and interrupting her. Uh, she's been up since four o'clock in the four morning o'clock. working and everybody will not fuck off. And well, she obviously had hair and makeup in as well yeah. because she looks Incredible. impeccable, like mm-hmm. impeccable. I'd be in bits. After being up from four. I'd have my eyes Googling out of my head. Yeah, she's yeah. absolutely perfect. And she entertains these horrible children and yeah. horrible husband. He can't find his tie because he's a moron. Seriously. Um, she has to tell her practically adult sons to brush their teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, obnoxious daughter wants to come in and recite a French poem. Like, why did you do it last night? Yeah, first thing in the morning when she's busy, she's working. Yeah, but she entertains them. And he's also, the husband is also like, kind of, kind of like... 
I don't know if he's sulking, but he's kind of good-naturedly sulking and saying, oh, I missed you this morning. Good-naturedly sulking. I like that. Mm. And uh, he says, look, you're working too hard. Oh, she says she's to raise money for her documentary. And he says, let me write you a check. I'd be like, yes, please. She says, no, like, just take the check. Take the check. She's actually offended. Like, where do we, where can we find these men? Like, what's the point in having access to all that money and not using it to make your documentary? Like, it would I don't take understand. an item off your list. And you, you can go back to bed. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're all going to leave the house, dream come true, get back into bed, yeah. have a kip, wake up around 12, watch a bit of reality TV, yeah. have a little sneaky glass of wine. Watch a bit of Trisha. Yeah. <laughs> This morning. Oh, yeah. not anymore. Ooh, ooh. Um, no, she goes, uh, oh, I, I can raise the money myself. I have an MFA in film and two documentaries under my belt. Now, this woman is in her 50s. Why has she only made two documentaries? Because she's shite. Yeah. Did she only just get the MFA? I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs. I'm surprised they didn't tell Why us. I'm surprised we didn't watch her study for <laughs> her master's. talking about I her education. Know. Can we move on? It's all banal. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to establish that she's a busy bee but she still manages to look immaculate and has all her shit together and even manages to find her simpleton of a husband's tie yeah can we say simpleton yeah okay just said it guys I've just said it if the cap fits right let's move away from the Todd Wexleys and off we go to Carrie and Charlotte is Patricia Field on this no she's not so (sighs) So I think she might be. I don't, was she only on the episode that Samantha was in or she I back? I don't know because something something's not right with the old fashion. So Carrie is dressed as an Edwardian ghost. Yes. Charlotte. Very out of Africa. Picnic mm. at Hanging Rock. Mm. And a white number. A yeah. flowy white. I just knocked it to my printer. Sorry. A flowy white frock. Yeah. And a little plate on her head. Yeah. Uh, like a straw hat. Like where's the garbage? And Car- uh, Charlotte is dressed is like naughty scary. Yeah. But fatter. Frumpier. Not body shaming. It's just a different figure. It's frumpy different though. Different body. Yeah. It's frumpy. It is. And I don't think she's a frum- uh, frumpy. I don't think she's a frumpy person. No, I don't either. Um, mm. Yeah. So it's weird. It's just not right. It's yeah. not cutting edge. It's off. Carrie and says us the fucking state. <laughs> What am I wearing? I am wearing a t-shirt that has a reference to Father Ted on it and it says the line Oasis or Blur. Very cutting edge. I I, I take back what I said. Uh, and a pair of jeans from Tesco. I'm wearing my Freddy jeans that Ooh. make it look like I have a bit of an arse, a toddler arse. And um, just this little vest. You look very nice. I know, right? So we shouldn't be commenting but we are. Well, we're not on and just like that. Maybe there's a reason. Yeah. Um, so Carrie is explaining to Charlotte that she only rides Handsome Producer on Thursdays. And uh, somehow she says, Charlotte, now don't be yourself and tell me that we're going to end up together. And she says, OK, how big is his dick? So she's channeling Samantha. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious. Yeah. And then she goes and channels Miranda who says, oh, if you are with someone in work or you shag someone in work, then you're giving them all the power. And then Carrie says, oh, I just miss Charlotte. I want Charlotte back. It's hilarious. It's really funny. I take back what I said. I fell off my chair. So Charlotte is 
surprised by all of this and Carrie says the line we heard in the trailer which is life is too short not to try something new and does she say something about poaching an egg yeah like poaching an egg because that's what she was doing in so the this apartment. this is the metaphor and I've drawn a little emoji you know the emoji with the eyes going to heaven rolling eyes yeah rolling eyes that's emoji. how you felt yeah. yeah anyway okay Miranda is uh, where is, she? is this Miranda or is this no, a this shapeshifter? A shapeshifter, yeah. Or a changeling? This or is it Cynthia Nixon having been given too much power? Now that maybe Kim's gone, she's next in line. It's like Heather's or something. Power and the producers, maybe she's just kind of reliving her own life or her own inner fantasies. But mm. it's not Miranda Hobbs. It's not Miranda it's, Hobbs. I, I, is it Cynthia Nixon? Who knows? I don't, I don't know, know Cynthia Nixon. I don't know. But I know Miranda Hobbs and I don't know Cynthia Nixon. But like, it's almost like Cynthia was like, okay, I want Miranda to live my life. Yeah. I want to tell this story and I'm going to tell it through Miranda, even though every single thing she does and says is completely out of character. Like if, if, if we were reading this script and the names of the characters were all hidden, mm. like who's saying this line? Mm. Like the sign of a good script is you don't even need to see the people's names because you should hear the voice of the character. Mm. I wouldn't know that this was Miranda. No, because it isn't. It's not. Nope. So I'm just wondering, is it Cynthia? Or has Cynthia yeah. had a breakdown? Or the writers never watched Sex and the City and don't know who Cynthia or don't know who Miranda is. It could be. The writers are probably the writers. The writers are probably like twenty five years of age. Yeah. So they don't know this character. They were probably told, Oh listen guys, will you will you have a little look at Sex and the City the box set? And they're probably like, Yeah, sure thing and they didn't bother. because yeah. they're generation Z and they know they probably everything. watched a TikTok that summarized it. Yeah. Yeah. So Miranda is in LA, which we should have probably said earlier. But anyway, she's in LA. Oh, get out of LA. It never works. Yeah. Like it just when Samantha went to LA, it just didn't work. How did it go when you went to LA? Oh, it didn't work at all. No. I've been to LA three times. Yeah. It's just been carnage. Yeah. I've never gone back. That's another podcast series. Can't go back. Yeah. Um, But just get these characters out of LA. And that's another thing that's missing. The so-called fifth character of New York. Like, we don't see it in its beautiful light. It's not New York. Now, I haven't been to New York for a while. I know you went with your then boyfriend now fiance when you were meant to go with me and you didn't invite me you went with him instead yeah. do you remember that time quite recently when we were meant to go and you I went do. with him instead so I didn't go that time did you not? no <laughs> so um, you tell me like is it still fabulous? oh my god you just look up to the sky and go I can't believe I'm in New York it's amazing but it's not Sitting amazing in the show Brian now Park, having a coffee you know I never did that I don't even think I had anything that wasn't alcoholic well it's kind of quintessentially New York yeah you know Anyway, um, it's not selling New York to me. No. Whereas it, the cherry it, blossoms sec- yeah, in Central Park. Yeah, Sexual City sold the fuck out of it. It was yeah. Woody Allen territory. Fabulous. I don't mean on that way. Oh, I said Woody Allen, huh? No, I said Singleton and Woody Allen. You can say Woody Allen. I'd say what I fucking want. Yeah. So she's in a spa at a kind of sensory deprivation tank that she's about to do. And she answers the phone to Naya. She answers a video call mm-hmm. to Naya in her bra. Now, call me a prude. All right, prude. But I don't think I'd answer a video <laughs> Better call. Better than that'll do, pig. <laughs> I don't think I'd answer a video call in my bra. No, even well, then to if I'm a girl. Spa, I wouldn't even have my phone with me. I'm like, thank God. I've got away from the abuser that is Shay and I can hide in the pod for a while. Yeah. I'm not going to bring my phone with me. No. 
And yet I wouldn't, I mean, it's not even if I'm in a bra or not. I just don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. Isn't that the point of a spa? I would have thought so. But speaking of spas, Miranda <laughs> decides to answer. Maybe she wants to brag and show that yeah. her new life in LA is amazing. Who's paying for this new life? Like, is she working remotely? Like, is she a millionaire? Is she independently wealthy? Is the studio paying? Is Shea Guevara paying? But like, like she lives in Brooklyn. Didn't like she and Steve struggled a little bit. Like I mean, they weren't on the poverty line, but they weren't loaded. They had to live in Brooklyn. She is a fancy lawyer, though. Oh, did she left her job to she go left to college. Her job. Oh God, to I make know. a fool of herself in that class. Mm. The financial end of things has never made sense in no, Sex and the City. Never. So that kind of adds up. At least that's true to the canon. Well, yes, it is. But like with Miranda, she worked hard to pay her bills. Yeah. She was like a career woman, a working gal. And now she's swanning around to fucking spa. buffoon. Answering the phone in her bra. And she's raving about what a great time she's having uh, enjoying the sun, sex and toasted chili salsa. Um, Shay is, is it Shay or Shay? I'm just going to keep saying Shay. I don't yeah. think that's her biggest issue when we're talking about Shay. No. Shay uh, is stuck in a costume fitting and Miranda kind of shouts that she's being her best me ever but she's, she goes best me ever and she does this little jig and it's it's awful to watch it's really cringy she's like something out of Bill and Ted yeah. Bogus Journey or Wayne's World or something mm-hmm. best me ever yeah. Naya then expresses her own unhappiness that uh, she um, is lonely. She's watching Bridgerton knock off alone at night instead of riding her husband. And um, Miranda said, well, you should go out by yourself. And she said, no, because it's exhausting. It's exhausting, right? Explaining to curious waiters why their favourite married couple is not out together. Is it? It must be really tiring and tiresome. I'm sorry, but like... I go to dinner and pubs and so on and people don't go, oh, where is your partner? No, they don't. Even if they know you really well, they don't go like, why are you here by yourself? Where is your no, partner? No, they don't. Like, they don't interrogate it's exhausting. you. Like, <laughs> you're not down the cop shop. Your like your meal and your drink. And they might they might say, oh, where if you're if you're known that well, or how so and so, what's his the name, fucking Deirdre Rashid, or what's his name, Deirdre Rashid, how Deirdre Rashid, and you go, oh, he's grand. Oh, I just go, yeah, he's fine, he's away, he's away, whatever. he's touring, and he is and away that's touring. That's it. The waiter or waitress isn't okay. going to give a shite. They don't I'm give a shite anyway. Also, can I just say, like, Miranda's such a bitch. Like, offer <laughs> words of comfort or something. Don't just say, oh, oh, you should go out by yourself. Like you're obviously the woman feels very lonely. Why not go? Well, you know, go or come to LA or to LA. do you know what? Um, we're in the habit. My group of friends are in the habit of you know pretending that we know each other's groups of friends. So like Seema doesn't know who Lisa Scott Lee is, but now she does. So here's Carrie's number. Call to her house and go out with her because that's what go. we do. Yeah. We don't need an introduction. No. Offer some constructive advice. Listen, you're feeling lonely. Why don't you go out on your own? Actually, it's Valentine's Day. Go out on your own. <laughs> I'm smug. I'm with the love of my life, yeah. Shay. So, um, I'm, and I don't have to work for a living. Um, so why don't you go off to a restaurant on your own and feel lonely and look around at all the other couples? Yeah, really There's nothing advice. wrong with going on, out on your own. But this woman is feeling lonely. Like being alone isn't the solution. <laughs> like... like. <laughs> Oh, and Actually, then she has to go. Do you know what? Spending some time with Carrie 
would then lead to you really appreciating your own company and being away from people like that yeah okay so that's what she could have done but she doesn't because she has to go into the fucking pot and she also says I'm not going to support your pity party can you imagine like if I was like do you know what Vanessa I'm actually just feeling really down I'm feeling like a little bit alone and lonely and And I'm there in this beautiful spa that I'm not paying for I have no responsibilities I'm in sunny LA which I'd hate but And then you just say, oh, look, I'm just, I broke it up with my husband. I'm in Reykjavik, about mm. to get into the geezer. And you're just like, I'm just feeling a bit down. Like, first of all, I wouldn't have answered the call. No offence. But if I just don't want you to wreck my buzz, I'll, I'll talk to you later. I chose to answer the call because I wanted to brag. Okay. Yeah. And nothing good happens to a bragger. So, Miranda, you fell into that trap. Braggart. And a braggart. A braggart. <laughs> nothing good happens to a braggart. Um, no, it's okay. We won't cut that. We'll keep in my ignorance. But, um... <laughs> I've lost my train of thought. Yeah, but like, Naya isn't even that bad. Like, she's just telling her how she is. She's not really, it's not really a pity party. And it's kind of totally understandable. She's going through a hard time. Like, yeah, her her marriage is, is struggling. She's yeah. feeling a bit lonely. Don't be like, oh, well, you're having a pity party. Go out for dinner by yourself. Yeah. While I get into the pot. Fucking bitch. If we had the key bagometer here, Mary, I'd tell you that Miranda won. We'll get it out of storage for this. Um, okay. Now we so. have to hurry this because you have an appointment. Oh, Jesus, I do. Okay. So off we go. Costume fitting. Che Guevara is having a costume fitting for their show. Listen, this is so boring. Can I just long story short this? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Uh, the stylist and the writer want Che to wear a jacket and put a blue stripe in their hair. Che doesn't want to do that. And also the stylist stylist says that the jeans that they do want to wear aren't flattering. And that's kind of it. So they're fat shaming them. Yeah. Why can't they wear a blue stripe? Um, Because it's just not their style. I know. That's the point. Like, like you might not agree but with that But what is the deal with when they say, my name is Shay Diaz? Like, it's my show. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought it was because I'm Diaz. It's not your name Paso, on the show. Whatever. It's my name on the show and the name of the show oh, okay. is that's Shea Yeah, Paso. I don't care. Okay. I'm glad we went through that really quickly. Yeah. But what I'll say is, I don't know if this goes in on in real life in costume fittings and so on. Well, I do. And basically, they do put you in crap and you have yeah. to fucking wear it. Okay? But, but, if your person that you're styling is Shay Diaz, who fucking soapboxes about every two seconds, would you not be like, we're going to do whatever they say? Because this is going to be on Twitter. You would maybe, yeah, them. maybe you would In this now, climate. But back then, you had to wear what they put you in. And I said to you, I've said before on this podcast, I've said to you, Mads, mm. wardrobe people, makeup people and hair people can be very vengeful. Mm. They take a dislike to you. Mm. They will so ruin your life. Power. Yeah. So, but I think in this dynamic, I think Shay has more power. I don't know. I don't know because they aren't that big. Well, they are. <laughs> um, <laughs> they aren't that big. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot is riding on this yeah. sitcom. Okay. So. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, like personally, if I was a wardrobe mistress, master, mm. whatever. Um, I'd want them to look good so mm-hmm. I'd get them a proper pair of pants that fit them mm-hmm. but um, yeah I, I, I don't think Shay has the power yet mm. is this a pilot? 
Or has this been going on for a while, this, this crappy sitcom? Well, if they're only doing the style now and talking about blue stripes in the hair, I guess it's a pilot. Yeah. So, you see... Okay, so they pilots, don't actually... They're on the rise, but they don't actually have to power Yeah, yet. how many pilots are made every year? Yeah. And what percentage get actually commissioned? I don't know. Mm. don't know how the pilot... This pilot got commissioned. Not us, the podcast, but... I'm we just commissioned like ourselves. The beauty of podcasting. Anyone can do it. And they do. <laughs> okay, but we have to fly through this. There's okay. too much. This is the problem. This is supposed to be just our reaction, and our reactions are so visceral. And I'm so angry with all of this. You really are cross. Yeah. So I can't. Get, I can't go too deeply into anything. Okay. Because my blood pressure. Well, we okay. go back to the sensory deprivation tank. This buffoonery. <laughs> well, this buffoonery. Like Jim Carrey Mr. Bean <laughs> when did this become funny Miranda is clamouring out of the tank as naked as the day she was born it's like it's like alien or like just being hatched out of an egg like species like yeah so she's completely out naked the pod. but it's not a sexy nudie scene it's like Mr. Bean is naked and can't get, climb out of the pod. And we say everything. And I'm not a brood. That's Mary. Yeah. But and it's just like, it's unnecessary. And it's not funny. No point to it as well. I thought it was going to happen. What I was hoping would happen was that she's going to get stuck in the pod and mm. die. <laughs> and that didn't happen. <laughs> like, there was no point to that scene. It's not funny. No. Gratuitous. Anyway, on, on to the next. I'm not discussing this any further. Okay. Carrie is at dinner with What's-His-Face from her... Uh, old podcast Jackie Jackie thank Jackie. you Jackie and ja- Jackie's basically grateful that Carrie's letting his wife Smoke design her Met Ball dress and that's kind of it and my heart sings because I'm like oh now we have to meet Smoke who's going to be like you know this it's another tick the progressive yeah. box bullshit okay yeah. Smoke isn't a bad actress that's when we do fine. see her she's yeah. fine but it's just like surely we off. met Smoke last year I don't we? know yeah. I just don't want to meet any new characters because I don't yeah. care well, we met her last year because we, we saw their wedding but anyway but did um, they get married? yeah oh yeah they did <laughs> keep up <sighs> right so uh, okay on we go but Jackie does have this line where he's talking about um, we're cool she's black and I do a podcast from my living room hmm. like is Jackie the voice of the writers because hmm. like they think okay we're cool. We're woke. And he wasn't being ironic. No. Yeah. I and you they, see, they in were old their sex in the city, the that would have been a very, they would have written it in a very kind of self-aware, ironic kind of way. Yeah. And Carrie would be like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so. Do the writers actually sincerely and earnestly think that this series is cool? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they yeah, do, yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, right. So you see Anthony in this one. Thank God, he's underused. So Anthony is, um, for some reason, witness to Charlotte and LTW at their dress fittings for the Met Ball gowns. Um, LTW and Charlotte are giving out about their husbands, who expect them to do stuff for the men, even though they're very, very busy. And Anthony says, "What we're all thinking." Um, I'm really enjoying listening to your podcast, Rich People Problems. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Lisa Scott Lee, your husband offered to give you 25 grand. At least. Like, and to let you go back to bed. Yeah. He's a keeper. Yeah. So has. She proves Anthony's point by saying, oh, my nanny has stomach flu and I can't collect Gabrielle. And off she flies. 
Um, Anthony is extremely excited because he's going to the Met Ball with Charlotte. Extremely excited. Just keep that in your little heart. Like he's been so demoted. Like, yeah. like there was a time where Anthony like just didn't give a fuck, and yeah. he like had his own friends and his own life, and now he's just like Charlotte's little lap dog. Yeah, yeah. He's Anthony. just a little loser. Yeah. They turn him into a little loser. So he's not Anthony, but he yeah, is in he his is, core. But, yeah. But his position. He's not fabulous. Yeah. Right. So right. then, okay, so this next scene. Just when you think your heart can't sink any further, we see Lily. <laughs> We're reminded of her murderous ways as she, she plays, plays the, the piano. piano. She plays it very well. But this scene. And then when you think it can't sink any further, we see Rock. Yeah. Rock is just sitting there listening to their sister playing the piano. And this whole scene from start to finish is blocked like a school play. It really is. Charlotte enters stage left and says, dinner will be late. <laughs> like, they may not have a maid. <laughs> I suppose they don't not. because the two siblings have to share a room. Yeah. Um, the whole thing is set up because we have to find out that Harry thinks he's going to the Met Ball. Yeah, rock and lady. And it's done so clunkily and uh, we're meant to be shocked because we know that Anthony thinks he's Charlotte's plus one. Yeah. That's what the scene's for. They get Harry in for a bit. Oh, but, but again, the school play way, the the children tell um, Charlotte that Harry even has a top hat. Cue Harry, yeah. enter stage Like left. literally there is a runner saying, I don't know his name, Ernest, what's his name? Randy, the actor who plays Harry. Okay, there's literally a runner there telling the actor who plays Harry, enter. enter. Evan. Evan. That's his name, I think. Okay, Evan. Enter. Go. Top hat. Enter. <sighs> and so he thinks it's just a comedy of errors. Yeah. Um, miscommunication. A, a normal person would say, Harry, you've never expressed an interest in going to any of these things. I've already asked I've my already best friend, asked Anthony. Anthony, who's gay and you've known him for years and you're perfectly fine and comfortable with our relationship yeah. sorry there's a bit of a mix up but you didn't really want to go you want to meet Rihanna well you're not going to because the celebrities go in one entrance we go in the other Yeah. problem solved it could have all been so easy yeah. right off we go to Carrie's podcast and we get an explanation for a plot hole that occurred in, at the end of season one which was how is Carrie doing a live phone in show in a podcast and we learn that it's not a live phone-in show, but voice notes. Because Handsome Producer says, next voice note up for you, Carrie. Brilliant. Handsome so. Producer is more palatable when he's in the studio. Yeah. Because I kind of like him again. Yeah. He's good there. He's good there when he yeah. says, next voice note. Yeah. Because he's not. Ex- we don't expect him to have a bit of banter. No. Because we know he doesn't. Uh, sorry, can I just comment on Carrie's voice? Um, mm. Has she morphed into the witch in Hansel and Gretel? <laughs> If you listen to it, she's like giving the advice. Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, I'm not an expert. And also, if you're not yeah. an expert, then doing? why are we sending in our problems? You're supposed to be a relationship expert. I've written down, what do you mean you're no expert? It's the whole premise of your career. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you what you're not. You're not a comedian because the person who left the voice note, Shed or Dad or Chase or something, hmm. um, talks about... Uh, uh, I don't even know why I'm going into this but they're basically shagging someone and they want to know when is it going to go into the relationship place mm. and then Carrie says great name for a restaurant by the way it's not no it's not Mary do you want to go to the relationship place for dinner no no definitely like, not like do you have to be in a relationship to go there 
Is it for the couples? Is it for the smug married? Is it where you find a relationship? Terrible name for Awful. a restaurant. And if your relationship's in trouble or if you don't know what it is, imagine like you're just dating somebody and you're like, I've booked a table at relationship. No, it's <laughs> awful. like, what? Um, okay. Um, well, obviously this is just, it's obviously a parallel to her and Franklin's relationship mm-hmm. uh, because this person who rings in or leaves a voice note wants to know you know when do you take it to the next level or how do you know I don't even know what their fucking issue is but anyway it's all connected to Carrie and her relationship because everything goes back to Carrie all roads lead to Carrie she absolutely gives the worst advice I've ever heard in my entire life I didn't even listen to her yeah, who cares anyway she says something like there'll be, there'll be a moment that this guy will step out of the pattern that you guys are in and signal that he thinks it's more than sex it's like okay are you fucking 15 um I hope that's helpful, listeners, she says. It is well, not. it's not helpful for our listeners to no. watch this show. Um, Franklin uh, immediately asks her out to some rooftop bourbon yoke on Tuesday because he thinks that's what she was hinting at because, you know. And she wasn't. So, so another mix-up. Um, and then we cut to the most disturbing scene. I just want to open this with, firstly, Vanessa, first of all, are you Okay. I hope so. Listen, I don't want to be one of these people that is constantly triggered. But Miranda has taken a strap on kit out of a bag. And it's all strappy and harnessy mm-hmm. and masochistic and mm. dominatrixy. And that's not even what, what that's not even my issue. There's a, f- a human being lying in the bed forcing their partner mm-hmm. to put this on. The partner doesn't know how to put it on mm-hmm. and has said, I don't know how to put this on. And that fucker <laughs> is lying there like a slug saying, sorry, I shouldn't fat shame. OK, that fucker, Shay, is lying there not helping her. No, they obviously know how to put it on themselves and mm. is almost like sneering at them. Yeah for being inept and incapable of putting it on and not going, oh, listen, you put your head through this. Yeah. They're not helping and they're, they, they're watching Miranda struggle. And there's more of this new element to Miranda, which is this physical comedy. Like she <laughs> does it so she's well. She's bumbling around with the equipment. But it's, it's Shay just lying there, looking yeah. at her, just kind of amused. Yeah. And Miranda says she doesn't know if she's even into it. And Shay says, oh, please, you scream, give me a dick. Well, then why is Miranda not the one getting the dick? Why is Miranda is putting on the dick? Yeah, you see, I don't know how this is all working. Um, yeah. I don't know what they do. Well, we, do, we know, obviously, that Miranda is going to put the strap on, in, insert the strap on into Shay. <laughs> like, that's quite clear. Into some hole. Whichever it may be. And there is definitely at least one hole. Yeah. That everyone well, has certainly two. Oh, see, I don't know. One here. Oh yes, and one here. Oh yeah. So there's two. There's definitely two bloody holes. And we certainly don't know, don't know about if they're bloody. But another one may or may so not. Miranda doesn't want to do this. Yeah, she doesn't want to do it. Second of all, you couldn't have bought a more complicated contraption mm-hmm. and you would help the person. Now you just imagine if Shay and I can say this was a bloke. Because mm. Shay doesn't identify as a bloke. No. So they're not a bloke. No. You imagine there's a bloke there watching mm. this. Horrific. It's horrific. But Unless that all... was part of your kink. 
But it's not. <laughs> and it's not. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. So we just accept this as, you know, oh, they're so quirky mm. or this relationship, we never saw it happening, but look at them. Look how they mm. gel. It's hilarious. Mm. It's abusive is what it is. And there are so many red flags. But not only is Miranda ignoring them, the viewer has to ignore them yeah. and pretend that this is OK because Shay is not a man. Yeah. The old Miranda would have just said, fuck this and walked out, gone to brunch or gone to have cocktails with the girls and said, thank God, lucky escape. The old Miranda would have none of this. But you know what I mean? If she had a weak moment. Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes yeah, she yeah. had weak moments where she actually like, drank too much. And then and it'd be like, like oh, hang on now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually. Or she yeah. said that guy that was like too aggressive or abusive. Yeah. Remember he was like... Yeah, hostile. Hostile. Yeah. She walk. She walked out or whatever. Yeah. No. She'd come to her senses quite quickly and kind of go, actually, this isn't for me. Um, Carrie rings Shay. While this is all going on, Miranda doesn't bat an eyelid. No, and Shay answers the phone. Like, like they're about to get down and dirty and stick it into some hole. Yeah. And she answers the... Why are they all answering phone calls? But also, like, you know, there are people who I know, I, I, who are your friends, who, if we were sitting here now, imagine if we were sitting here now and I was like, oh, American Steve's ringing me. Oh, yeah. Well, especially if I had this dildo contraption on, I was about to insert into one of your holes. <laughs> well, it's well, I think you'd be behind me, helping me put it but on. Even, you wouldn't be laughing at me, going, "Oh, you're such a fool! You've never, you don't know how to put this on." But even if you weren't, if we weren't in that position, if we were just like doing, we're, our, podcast doing our podcast or having a cup of tea, you'd be like, "What the fuck is he doing, ringing you?" Absolutely, and not me. Now we find out Unless later. Unless it was it's like he was ringing me to say. I have a secret surprise for Vanessa and I need your help. Then that'd be like, fine. Oh, sorry, I can't talk because I've got a big dildo in my mouth. <laughs> but like, I, I know what you're saying and that that's what I was thinking as well. Later on, we find out that Carrie wants advice from Shay about Franklin mm. because they know Franklin. Mm. Okay. But even still, it's fucked up. Yeah. The whole scene is fucked up. The writers just want to show how progressive and free-spirited Miranda and Shay's relationship is mm. and but they also want to insert Carrie and you know get her to ask questions about Franklin mm. and this is how they do it and literally she's just like is Franklin chill and Shay is kind of like I don't know but Shay also says like oh you know some relationships are just about sex and that's fine but don't bring it out of the bedroom Miranda's face immediately looks heartbroken. Immediately she goes to this place where she's like, oh, they're actually talking about me yeah. and our relationship. So basically you can't give advice to anybody. No. Even someone who leaves you a voice clip on your podcast. Yeah. It has to go back to yourself. Yourself. Mm-hmm. And it can't be, well, I'm drawing on my many years of experience. Because I'm a big old hoe. Yeah. Like as we know Shay is. Yeah. And yeah, Miranda makes it about her. Instead of like five minutes earlier when Shay refused to help her put on the strap on, saying, do you know what, Shay? You're a fucker. I'm done. Yeah. This is what causes her to, you know, be crestfallen and broken. Also, can I say, Mm -hmm. Miranda says to, Miranda berates Carrie for thinking about... Yeah. Going on a date with Franklin or doing the Tuesday thing. And she says, like, you'll lose your power. Like, it's throwback to what when Charlotte was doing an impression of her. And she's standing there like a gimp. 
<laughs> struggling with this with this dildo that she doesn't want to wear and doesn't know how to wear and doesn't want to use and uh, you cannot talk little Mo from EastEnders I'll be alright my he only hits me on a Tuesday she got her own back in the end she did rightly so maybe Miranda should clock Shay on the head with an iron yes or do what they did in Brookside under the patio under the patio under the patio um, that would be a good twist wouldn't it? That'd be Why don't writers? they go down that road where actually it's a really abusive relationship? Because this is the thing about and just like that, it doesn't know what it is. It doesn't know if it's a drama or a comedy, mm. and it ends up being neither. Because yeah. they don't kind of delve too deeply into any topic. Mm. It's all just you know skimming the surface of everything. Mm. If you're gonna go dark, okay, because we're lacking in laughs, I just don't think they have the ability to make it a proper comedy. Just make it a proper drama. Yeah, and make it really abusive but they won't because Shay's non-binary mm. they can't portray them in a bad light even though they are unintentionally portraying them in a bad light but you see this I have an issue with that right so that is actually I think more offensive no it is to, to in the writing feel that you can't portray somebody in a bad light because they are a minority no that's bullshit but already anyone can be a cunt that that particular community is going crazy because there's been a lot of backlash against Shay and the character yeah, that they Shay's are. Yeah, because a dickhead. And that's okay. I mean, it's but not okay. Normal, it's annoying. But, but it's normal. That's it's, life. Yeah, there are non-binary people who are dickheads. Mm. So, it's nothing to make do Make them with... a proper dickhead. Make this a gritty drama. Yeah. Instead of, uh, I don't know, the Marx Brothers flopping yeah. around. And I don't know if we've illustrated with our words exactly how ridiculous this contraption is. Like, Miranda would never do it. Okay, fine. Might put on a strap on. Might. But Probably not. shoulder straps. It's a gimp outfit. It's like Right Said Fred. It's like yeah. something you'd find in some <laughs> sex dungeon in Berlin. It's like Mr. Slave in um, yeah. South Park. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, I could picture maybe Shay wearing it. I don't want to, but I could. Mm. But like, Miranda, this isn't like... I'm sorry. No, but it's people not. can change. We did establish, but become a different person, completely different person. <laughs> anyway, that's all I have to say. Yeah, um, we were going to keep this short and sweet. Half an hour, we said. Well, we've already had to pause for twenty-four hours. Yeah, <laughs> such is our ire. Mary had to go. I did, and then we went to the pub. We did. Yeah, Mary didn't drink, but I did. I had brie. She had brie. It was lovely. Um, and Clark Gable came with us and that was nice and our other friend who doesn't want to be on the podcast she doesn't want to for us to mention her name no she doesn't want the infamy no I don't blame her anyway she wants her privacy respected and that's what we'll do right sorry Sandra we won't mention you <laughs> right cut to Seema and what's his name I, I still do you know what I was watching it and I was like oh I better look up his name even though I'm sure they've said it because I keep drifting in and out of consciousness when I'm watching this <laughs> I didn't catch it and I was like I'm going to Google his name and then I thought I actually cannot be arsed and I'm the sort of person that will watch a TV show that's the cat she's smiling well, obviously they know it's a cat she's pleading with me oh my god open the door an annoying animal no you're not you're lovely sorry hang on sorry everyone let's go she doesn't want to be on the podcast either. No, don't blame her. So, I yeah. am the sort of person that will watch something. Like, I'll watch an episode of Home and Away and I'll go, I wonder what the star sign is. And I'll Google them. Yeah. I'll Google their star sign. What's the star sign of Marilyn from Home and Away? 
Ooh. Fathead's wife. I don't know, actually. She could be a Gemini. I'm going to look that up when yeah, I get home. I do. And the character and the actress. Okay. Can we find that out? N- normally, you won't find out the character. Unless there was a storyline around their birthday. Yeah, but no, birthdays always change. I don't think mm. writers kind of keep records of birthdays. Because I know mm. different, even in Sex and the City, they probably haven't kept track of it. If no. it's someone's, I, I know they didn't with them. Um, was it Friends? Were they inconsistent? Is that they were inconsistent. Yeah. Birthdays could be all sorts of times They could be at year. Christmas or they could be on Valentine's Day mm. or whatever, you know, just changes. But if you're writing, do you uh, put the star sign into your backstory? Yeah. Mm. whether know the star sign. Whether it ends up in the on the page or not, it's in yeah, the backstory. Yeah, you'll know. Yeah. Okay. There so maybe go. all writers do that. Just, no, they don't. Oh, okay, they should. Okay, so what were we saying about Seema? Yeah, we don't we don't know your man's name and we don't want to know. Isn't that it? Yeah, and also, yeah. what is it? They're at lunch, um, at dinner. I just wrote Seema finger actoring. Actoring, <laughs> Seema finger. <laughs> Seema finger acting again. So with finger acting at present, I cannot remember the setting. Are they, is this when they have a bag, or a chair for the bag? The hilarious joke where the waiter brings a no, chair. No, it's just Seema. And what's his name? Oh, okay. So, yeah, I think it's Seema, what's his name? And then it cuts to... Uh, yeah, but it hasn't cut yet. I know, we haven't talked about it. But see, I, I didn't draw a line under... Okay, so it's Seema and what's his name? Talking. Yeah. And what's his name tells Seema that his son will be in town next week and he wants her to meet him. And she's delighted and he says, OK, so lunch Monday. Now, she says, this Monday? Oh, because what's on? The, the Met, Met Gala. Gala. The Met Gala. Or the Met Ball, which is a Ball. Right, the Met Ball. The Met Ball. She chooses this bullshit lunch with a son who we assume will still exist mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. the Met mm-hmm. Ball mm-hmm. for years to come, mm-hmm. God willing. Mm-hmm. She chooses the lunch. What would you choose? I don't think we need to ask what I would choose. Um, obviously, I wouldn't entertain it. I, don't, I wouldn't. You'd be like, I'm going to the Met Ball And I never want day. to meet your son, ever. <laughs> so that's me. But like, also, it is just for lunch. It's a, but she says, well, the getting ready process has to start early. Well, it doesn't have to. And she said it has to start at 2.30. So she yeah. could say, if she really wanted to do this lunch, she could go... I can meet you for an hour from one to two and back there for 2.30. So there is yeah. no issue. Well, there's an issue, I suppose, of their own making. Yeah. So now we cut to lunch. Okay. With Carrie, Charlotte and Anthony. And Seema. And Seema. Seema tells them about this lunch on Monday and that she can't go to the Met Ball. And they are like, well, you can because it's lunch. And she says, no, I need to be all day in hair and makeup. But she said, I remember saying I have to be back by 2.30. Then just come back for 2.30. She said it's a European lunch. It could go on all day. But it it can go on for as long as you want it to go on, love. I mean, it's not like as soon as you decide to leave, they all have to leg it with you. There's going to be an evacuation. You just say, listen, I've got to go to the Met Ball. Yeah. Um, I'm leaving at two. And it's something to talk about too. Like, yeah. enjoy your the rest of your lunch. Yeah. And they'll be like, enjoy the Met Ball. We completely understand. Yeah. That's not what happens. So yeah, her issue is that she can't go to the Met Ball. And she's not going to the Met Ball. She has cancelled and she's not joining Carrie at the Met Ball. Um, 
We also learn that Watts' name's ex-wife will also be at the lunch, but that's kind of an aside. Why would you go and meet your, what's his name, your your significant other's son and ex-wife for lunch when you've got mm-hmm. to go to the map ball? Mm-hmm. Um, so now, um, oh God, this scene. Right, so somehow the conversation goes to Franklin and we get yet another recap of Carrie's dilemma that she only likes meeting him on Thursdays after the podcast she doesn't want to move to Tuesdays for this date so don't she's told people this 400 times don't or do like just piss off Anthony's with you Vanessa he's like just don't go then just don't do it and um Carrie says that she doesn't want to seem like a see you next Tuesday. But Carrie, you are. Yeah. You always have want to been. seem like one. Well, we know you are. Yeah. You are. You're not very good at hiding it. Um, she also took advice from your mother about language. She didn't actually use the C word. Very good, Carrie. Iris would approve. Um, Anthony says, look, he'll handle it. He'll take it like a man. And he explains that he recently was rejected by somebody and took it like a man. He was sucking someone off and the person tapped him on the head and said, I'm not really feeling this. Yeah, That was the most interesting story. It was. I've heard since and just like that started. Hmm. Like that was an interesting story. That was kind of true to form what they used to talk about. Yeah. Like the rest of it, the Met Ball, the man, the Met Ball, Tuesday, Thursday. Nobody cares. Dildo, dickhead, fucking strap on, gimp. I'm not interested. No. I did like Anthony's story though. Yeah, I liked it. So now... Charlotte chooses this moment to break the news to Anthony that he can no longer go to the Met Ball with her because Harry is coming. And Anthony is understandably upset. Absolutely. He's got his outfit already. And she's taken this time in front of the other two as well to break the news to him. Now, if I was Charlotte, I would have been like, okay, Seema has now revealed that she's not going. So maybe Mm -hmm. Anthony could be the plus one. So I'll discuss it with Carrie. Yeah after lunch or brunch or whatever they're doing and then say listen Anthony there's a bit of a mix up you're still going to the Met Ball you're just going as Carrie's date yeah easy yeah no biggie but nothing's easy but so he goes through the pain of being let down and then Carrie says easy there or something she's actually quite mean to him she says uh, you, you can be my date slow down or something like that she's actually quite snide slow your roll yeah. slow your roll thank you uh, instead of going, oh, look, don't worry. Sure, come yeah. with me. No biggie. Yeah. She wouldn't say biggie. No. But you know what I mean. Too triggering. But all is well. And the emotional roller coaster now settles on Anthony. Relieved that he is going after all. Like this scene didn't need to happen apart from Anthony's story. Yeah. Anyway, the next scene. Mm-hmm. I just wrote Naya. Zzz, like mm-hmm. loads of Zs. That's an accurate note. Yeah. Well done. <sighs> That's what I meant to write. Naya's having a glass of wine and reading her book in a bar. Again, we don't need to see this. No. This is, it's a normal thing to do, by the way. But yeah. we don't need to see somebody just sitting at a bar having a fucking drink. I know, but we have to see that they're alone. <sighs> She's taken on board Miranda's advice. Taking herself out. Um, a handsome fella approaches her and... Uh, asks about her book it's some highbrow yoke of course it's not like Marion Keys no. Rachel's Holiday which is what That's I would a, be reading. I like that book Mar- Rachel's Holiday yeah. it's my favourite book 
Of all time? No. But one of my favourite books. Very good. I love it. I've read it several times. But I think apparently now if you go to reread it, um, it's quite problematic in this woke world. I reread it before reading the new one. Mm. And I did find myself surprised at moments and catching myself and going, oh, that's terribly shocking. And then going, no, it's not funny. No, it's funny, but nothing's funny anymore. Mm -hmm. What's the new one like? I didn't read it. Less funny. Mm. Everything's less funny, isn't it? It did make me cry, but so did Rachel's holiday. Yeah. Rachel's holiday made me laugh and cry. I'm literally, I'm, I'm, I'm Rachel. And the new one, I'm Rachel too. The new one made me cry. Okay. Too many tears. I just yeah. want to laugh. I Sorry, haven't laughed Marianne, for so if you're long. Listening. Marianne, we'd love you to come on the podcast. At least I cried. I did feel emotional. Yeah. And we do like Rachel's yeah. holiday. We love Rachel. Um, But she, she was probably beside herself um, trying to write the thing without offending anybody. It's impossible. Yeah. How many times have we had to cut this podcast? Five million. Five million. Yeah. Cut this too. Yeah. Right, handsome stranger comments on her book and she says, well, I'm on my second glass of Mal... Mal and she says, well, I'm on my second glass of Malbec so I'm having trouble concentrating. And I've written, lightweight. <laughs> second <laughs> glass. glass. She's on her second glass. Like she's literally, she's only had one glass. So she's had one glass. Jesus, and she Naya. can't concentrate on her book. Like she's she needs a laughs. And they um, eventually arrive at the fact, anyway, that she's married. Look, I can't go through the banter. Don't. Just, all these stupid innuendos. Yeah. It's, we should have just left as Naya. And he apologises and says, nice to meet you. And she's like, OK, goodbye. And she orders another Malbec, which is a wise decision. Yeah. Keep them coming, Naya. Yeah. And he's, he is good looking. And, you know, she's... Uh, I think the point is she's pained at having to turn him down so she's kind of neither fish nor fowl like your husband or whatever he is is gone and he's obviously mm. shagging people so mm. of course he is so you like don't yeah. be don't be thick uh, we have a quick take the dick <laughs> be quick speaking of taking the dick uh, we have a quick visit to Shay and Miranda it's a very quick scene uh, Shay has had their gig which is Less preachy, by the way, but also still not funny. Well, she literally has one joke. And this joke has been going around Hollywood probably since the Marx Brothers. It's about how everyone needs a car in L.A. Yep. How about that airplane food? Like, yep. it's it's not funny. Nope. But there you have it. So poor Shay, like how they're career in comedy is successful at all is beyond me I don't know it's funny when that uh, white comedian comes out and goes oh Shay any part in your sitcom for a white guy that was a better joke it was a better joke yeah because obviously there's not nope um, so Miranda after the show uh, goes up to Shay and says you were amazing and goes to hug them and they brush her off and say don't hug me I'm at work and then we kind of leave them to it Miranda's obviously offended and hurt which it's understandable, like. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, this dickhead is gaslighting her. Okay. Back to Naya. Now she's at home. She's in her pants and she looks great. She does, but she is the worst drunk actress she's I've ever seen. Or she's acting. She's pretending. Well, she's acting. Obviously, she's pretending because she's not really Naya. 
none of them are actually these people yeah. um, they're actors but <laughs> she's, she's doing Dean Martin being drunk it's ridiculous it's mm. dreadful yeah. it's really really bad mm. I know drunk drunk acting is hard to do and I think yeah. Mania is an alright actress she should have gone method she should have gone method just got locked I wonder would she have been allowed to do that probably not do a Richard Burton on a mm. Oliver Reed Act. Richard Harris. Yeah, boy. Joan Crawford used to sit there with her glass of Pepsi. Mm. With vodka in it. Nice. They're knitting away, knocking back the fucking vodka. <laughs> vodka and Pepsi. How would you remember your lines, though? And now, certainly, well, no, now the character wouldn't anyway if she can't concentrate on a book after one wine. No. So she's obviously had another wine because she's locked. And she rings her husband, Andre, and she tells him to turn on FaceTime. He's reluctant and she's trying to do sexy times. Um, but anyway, he does turn on his mm-hmm. FaceTime, but he is forced to tell her that he's not alone. Why did he turn on the FaceTime? Why did he answer the phone? Why did he answer the phone? Why did he turn on the camera? Because listener, he is the not alone. He's with a woman. Yeah. In a hat. A young woman. She's uh, in his hotel room. She's got a guitar on her lap. She's wearing a hat, and he's like, "I'm not alone. I'm not alone." And says, "That's Heidi, the backup singer." Naya reacts quite appropriately, I believe, and is very, very cross. Or she goes apeshit. Yeah. But why does he say to her, "Isn't it late there?" Like you live in New York, love. Like you know what fucking time it is. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's not like he's from Afghanistan, isn't sure, the, you know, what time zone he's in. He's from New York. So he knows what, he should know what time he it knows, is. He knows, okay, it's New five York. here, so it's 11 there. Like, yeah. he knows. Yeah. Dick. Um, and he says, Heidi's just um, there because he's helping her write songs. And Naya's like, fuck you and fuck Heidi, basically. I'm sure he did fuck Heidi. I'd say he was in the middle of fucking Heidi, your one phoned, and he was like, oh, quick, Heidi, out of the bed here, I'll yeah. just hand you guitar. Yeah. Put this hat on. Yeah, and distract. he's like, oh, "It's only half nine here. We're we're just making music." And but like, you like, can be riding any time of day. Of course you can. Yeah. <sighs> we discussed this matter only yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, off cam, off camera, off mic. Um, so she basically says, "Well, I had a chance to write music with somebody this evening and didn't, and I wish I had because you're a dickhead." And basically breaks up with them. And she says, "Fuck around and find out." Yeah. And I'm with her. Yeah, but I just don't care because I'm not invested in Naya, so I don't really care what happens to her. Hiding the hat. Mm. What's his name? Andre. Whatever. Yeah. Not interested. Well, it looks like it's curtains for Naya and Andre, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> After all these years. what will happen next episode. <laughs> right. Back to Carrie's place. Back to Carrie's place. We're, have we been in Carrie's place this episode? I don't know. Um, but anyway, we're yeah. in Carrie's apartment. And at the door uh, arrive Smoke and Jackie. And Smoke, you'll remember, is designing Carrie's dress, which she has with her. And uh, and a cloak. A cloak. And the dress is not ready. We get a little memory. We get a oh, little yeah, because Carrie's in a kimono. Mm. And uh, Smoke says, oh, lovely kimono. Kimono? Kimono. And Carrie goes, oh yeah, my friend Stanford sent it from Japan. It made me quite sad. Yeah, because yeah. he didn't, because he's dead. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Sob. 
So anyway, the dress isn't ready because seamstresses all over New York are down with stomach flu. Yeah. And Smoke is going to do it and says she can do it. And it's in, she has six hours to do oh, so. All these set pieces, like, and you just know it's all going to go wrong. It'll all come right. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But this work on this dress should have been done weeks ago. I know. Weeks ago. Not yesterday. It's literally material. It's just material. There's no dress. Like, I am having work done on a dress for an event. She mm, doesn't stop right. going on about it. A certain event. Yeah. And the final fitting is three weeks before that mm. event. Mm-hmm. That's just alterations. But it's just so, to, in case there's any issues or anything to be snagged or any worries. Did Carrie actually try on this dress before? Obviously not. But like she she would have had to in order for them to make alterations. Yeah. And now it doesn't fit. It's too small. As if that's possible. And it, it just looks like a carpet. She's in it. Yeah. Do we see her in it now at this point? Where it's like a rolled yeah, up carpet and she's standing there in this rolled up carpet with her hands up in the air. And I won't go over her head It's, it's not a dress. It's like a tube. It's a tube. Mm-hmm. It's and like, it's really long. She's like Elizabeth Taylor in no, not Elizabeth Taylor. The the carry on version of Cleopatra when yeah. she's rolled up in the carpet. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. Right. So like I would just go, listen, it's not ready, love. I'm sorry. Look, I'll wear you again some other time yeah. and ring up one of my many designer friends. Like she knows doesn't, didn't she do a shoot with Dolce and Gabbana? And any designer would be like, you're going to the Met Ball. Yeah. Stick thin. You look amazing in anything. Yeah. You're we'll, Carrie Bradshaw. We'll dress you. Anyone. And this one isn't even famous. Like, she's not. <laughs> so she's Carrie's not actually doing her a favour by wearing her piece. Yeah. The old Carrie would just be like, no. Yeah. Like, she, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but I'm getting dressed by Valentino. Mm. <laughs> Like, it's a bit too much an unknown designer who obviously doesn't know her arse from her elbow because Mm. it's literally material that she took off, like, the the rack. Yeah. It's like one of those, you know, Indian shops where you go there and they make your sari and you have to pick the material. Yeah. Nothing has been done. Nothing has been done. Absolutely nothing. It's crazy. Why are we talking about this? Uh, Well, Carrie's pacing. She's worried. I'm not surprised. Smoke is sewing away. Um... It's a high pressure situation. Um, what's his face? Jackie smells Franklin. He can smell Franklin, <laughs> which is crazy. And Carrie says, like, oh, yeah, he left his jacket here. And Jackie puts it together. He's like, why is this jacket? <gasps> yeah. No flies on Jackie. <laughs> like, if you didn't want to tell him and he said, I can smell Franklin, you'd just go, can you? That's yeah. weird. Yeah. Right. Are you dating? We're not dating. We just hook up. We're not a couple. And Franklin's like, oh, does he know that? Men are dumb and men have feelings too, you know. No, they don't. And it's not okay to objectify people. Oh, shut up. It is. Okay, whatever. What's his name? Like, Carrie wouldn't be friends with this person. Jackie. She just wouldn't be friends with him. Are you sure? Yeah, he just wouldn't. She's not going to be friends with him. He's a work colleague. He's a colleague. Yeah. They're acting like they're best pals. Work colleague is a tautology. You just yeah. need to say colleague. Um, Storm still has four hours. <laughs> and it feels like we're there with her in real time. And I'm sorry, but also, let's say you didn't have your final fit- fitting as you should have. Yeah. A fortnight they ago. They didn't even have a first fitting, obviously. Um, 
sorry, but you can find somebody to work else to work on this dress. Yeah. Uh, Smoke should have, I've written Storm, like Storm, <laughs> Ronan Keating's wife. Smoke is her name. Uh, could have rang a hundred yeah. seamstresses. Yeah. Like, or seamsters. Or seamsters in New York to say, there's this dress, It's for. I need it for today, I need your help. And they could have had loads of them. It's New York. Working on this it's dress. It's New York. For the Met Ball. Yeah. It's, it's New York <laughs> City. Yeah. You'd find someone, some young one, Lauren fucking Conrad, yeah, some intern, yeah, fashion school, you know, exactly. I know, I know. What are you saying, Mary? Somebody, yeah, like rally the troops. Okay, we'll get this done. No, sorry, but this is stupid. Okay, off we go. Shay and Miranda are lying in bed, but thankfully for you, Vanessa, not in a sexy way. No. Anyway, so Miranda's looking at pictures of Louisa and Brody, Brady, and it's like they've been photoshopped, <laughs> like, you know, on in front of the Eiffel Tower and the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And it's like someone photoshopped those photos. I know, they obviously, did. They did. I know they did, right? Because they obviously didn't send they're not going to go listen. In France. <laughs> We've got a big budget, OK, Louisa, you're not in the season, but... We're going to fly you to all these places. I know they didn't, mm. but could they not have done a better job of photoshopping? It's yeah. like I did it or something. Like, <laughs> like on an app. Like some really cheap app. <laughs> really cheap app. A free app. And someone like me that can't do computer things was told, listen, we're panicking here. You're the only person who can do this. Maybe Smoke did it. Like you can either help Smoke with her dress or... <laughs> or... Do the Photoshop for the photos. Oh. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't sell. I'll do the Photoshop. Yeah. I'm really bad at both. It's but like... Photoshop, I've more of a chance because there's an app. And it's so bad. Do you remember um, Uncle Travelling Matt on Fraggle Rock? Uncle Travelling Matt? I do, vaguely. He was travelling the world and he used to send yeah. a postcard from yeah. everywhere. So there'd be a postcard with like the Sphinx. In the yeah, back. yeah, that's and what a, it is. A picture of Uncle Travelling Matt. Yeah, the Great Wall of China, yeah. like. Yeah, so that's what we are being subjected to. And that, listeners, is what's known as an 80s reference. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, Fraggle Rock. So the attention to detail is poor. Brady should be on Fraggle Rock. Yeah. It's a bit of a fraggle, isn't he? Yeah. A little whiff. Um, so anyway, Miranda's there looking longingly at the son that she abandoned. <laughs> and was originally going to abort. And how does that transition to her trying to... Smooth Shay and uh, maybe just a thing for Brady. Yeah, or but maybe just the romance of Paris. Yeah, got seeping through. Um, yeah, the phallic monument. She was thinking about abortions. Yeah, so she tries to kind of—is it cuddle or I don't know. smooch or something? Anyway, closed. and Shay is like, "No, stop! I'm running lines," and gives gives her the brush off again. Like Shay's horrible. Yeah, they're a dickhead. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Oh my god. Okay. Um Morant then confronts Shay and says, you know, something's different. You don't want me to hold you. Um Nothing's different. You were obnoxious when I met you and you're still obnoxious. Yeah. Like Shay is just horrible all the time. Yeah. Uh Shay says then though, yeah, so there is something wrong. There's something I've been afraid to tell you because I'm worried about how you'll feel after. So, okay, Shay, frighten the fucking life yeah. out of your partner. Yeah. Go, yeah, that's fine. You know what this sounds yeah. like. You she's know what it Mr. sounds Big like. Here. Yeah. 
And Miranda's like, oh shit, what? And she says, and they say, I'm on a diet. Um, and kind of breaks down and says, the costume department has given me shit over my belly and uh, jeans and that's why I've been pushing you away. Um, and also, very, I don't fancy anymore. <laughs> and they're very upset by... Uh, I was really disappointed because I, I just wanted them to say, Miranda, I'm not into you anymore. Yeah. Just to end this horror. Like, I've made a huge mistake. Yeah. And then Miranda <laughs> could go home. I'm just not that into you. Yeah. Yeah. But no. Um, che is upset that basically they're being bullied and fat shamed and that positive body image isn't a thing in the costume department of Che Passa. Well, people who are being bullied become bullies. <sighs> and you are a big fat bully. So, look, if somebody is upset, big fat bully or not, about their body image and what's happened in the costume department, you'd go, okay, let's deal with this, right? And as a very strong character... <laughs> You'd expect Miranda to go, <laughs> thank you for telling me that, yeah. Jay, and there's there's nothing wrong with your body, and, you know, I think we should actually deal with the costume department and move on. She falls into a little puddle of weakness. But you see, she, she loves... the sap. She loves that Shay is being vulnerable, and she's so relieved that Shay wasn't going to break up with her. Yeah. That she just, like, moved to tears, basically. She loves the vulnerability. And then she tells Shay, you're the most beautiful person I've ever met. And Shay agrees. Oh my God. Shay agrees. Yeah. Maybe it's an Irish thing, but like if someone says you're beautiful, you're just like, ah, stop, I'm not. Or you you might say thank you. Um, you're beautiful too, you'd say. Mm-hmm. So are you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're not, they're not. They know they're not. <laughs> but she actually says, I know I you're am. You're right. Yeah, I am the I most am. beautiful person. And then they decide they're going to get pizza. Yeah. So that's... Uh, Miranda decides to touch their stomach. Like, I think the point is, you know, you shouldn't be self-conscious about it. I know, but just don't touch it. I am self-conscious. That's when I go, stop, I've just told you I'm a fat bastard. Like, <laughs> I don't want you to, like, feel yeah. the jelly belly. Yeah. Oh, oh, look at me. I, this doesn't gross me out that much. Look how... Evolved, I am, and I'm not superficial. Oh, when will this relationship end? Hopefully soon. Carrie's a bitch. I put that down. Yeah, well, we know that. Uh, this is the scene with Franklin, mm. where she tells him that she's not going to do Thursdays or Tuesdays, whichever day she's not doing. She tells him. Yeah, she rings him up and says, "Nah." Sorry, Franklin could do way better. He's extremely hot. Carrie's punching. Now, yeah. obviously, when he opens his mouth, he his hotness decreases, but it's still... It doesn't really. He's very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, but I'm just saying, for me, mm. his voice, I'm not into his voice, I'm not into what he has to say. Mm. But I don't want to, you know, just looking at him, where beauty lies, one must gaze. Yeah. And I don't remember saying that about Carrie. She's, I think she's good looking. She's fine, but like, I think she's punching. Oh, she's punching. Like, I'd be punching as well. There's no doubt. She wouldn't, no. I'd be you punching Franklin would carry in the face. Perfect for each other. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. I am the most Two beautiful. Tens. Thanks. Um, he See, says, I said thanks. You did. Yeah. You didn't say, oh, you did say. But no. you're lying, so. I'm not. You are lying. It's okay. It's okay. Mm. It's fine. 
Second only to Nancy from Fair City. Oh, she was a stunner. Yeah. Anyway, he says, got it. You're, uh, you're not ready to book a table at Relationship Place. <laughs> so not only is he gracious in being told you're just a booty call, yeah. he harks back to her yeah. unfunny joke. Yeah. He remembered it. Yeah. Of course he did, because he's cringing. So that's that. She's told handsome producer the truth and all is well in the world again. But at her apartment, which is indeed where she is, hair and makeup arrive. Uh, but things are unfortunately not going well with the dress. Is this what it's come to? Yeah, yeah. I just realised what yeah. I had out there. I know. Jesus Christ. I know. Like that dress scene in the old series would have been done in like 10 seconds yeah. flat. Like if this was, let's say, the scene with remember the diaphragm got caught up her vodge. Yeah. In and just like that, they would have spent twenty minutes fishing it out. Yes. In Sex and the City, it was just like it stuck. Who's gonna help? Samantha. Yeah. Finger in, out. Finest out. Cut to the cinema. They didn't even have her fall over in the tube. No. Why didn't they do that? I mean, that would have been a bit more hilarious. In keeping, at least. I'm surprised. Um, I've opened the notes of my next paragraph, the next scene with Seema at lunch. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <coughs> Sorry. Point of the scene, however, is that she does find out that her boyfriend still lives in the same house as his ex-wife and she duly storms off. But... <sighs> This is the thing. It's almost like, oh, the ex-wife let the cat out of the bag. Why wouldn't he, he have told her? But like, if he didn't want Seema to know, he would have said, ex-wife, whatever your name is, we don't tell Seema about the fact that we live together. Yeah. And wife, if she said, well, why, why can't I tell her or whatever, then maybe don't, let's not meet for lunch. Yeah. Um, or let's not invite Seema to this mm. family lunch. Mm. Um. So he obviously knew it was a possibility because he didn't warn her not to say anything. And he was happy for her to come. Man alive. But he probably, it obviously isn't a big deal. In his eyes, there's obviously nothing going on. Well, he does say she has the top two floors. Yeah. And I'm on the ground floor with my own door. Yeah. So, you know. It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. However, she shouldn't have found out like this. He should have mentioned it sooner. No, but he obviously thought it was so nothing. Yeah. Like it was nothing. That's not nothing though. It's not nothing, but in his eyes, and don't forget, as Jackie said, men are dumb. Hmm. He probably just thought it's fine. Would you think it was fine? I, but I'm not a dopey man. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? A lot. That's for you, Shay. A dopey man. We've established, listeners, that uh, Vanessa has been diagnosed with a condition called mansogyny. And I wear that cap with pride. I don't know if my brother Shay came up with that phrase or borrowed it. I think I've been quite nice to some of the men on this Mm. show. Mm. Too nice. Who are your favourites? Who'd you stick up for? Stanford. Anthony. Yeah. They're men. They are. Um, Skipper. Chris Noth. Chris Noth. Mm-hmm. The Woody Turtle. Yeah. yeah. So loads. So, sorry, I proved you wrong, Shay. You dope. <laughs> right. Um, back at Shay Carey. The dress is fucked. 
It was fucked from day one. It was always going to be fucked. And we watched it for 20 minutes, getting more and more fucked. And we don't care. We don't care. And do you know what? The episodes, I think, are about twice as long as Sex and the City was. And 10 times duller. And so inane. It's it's almost like they have all these characters and they have to just bring them all in all the fucking time. So they had no storyline for Jackie. And they're like, well, we have to use Jackie. Mm. And do you remember in the original iteration of Sex and the City, Mm -hmm. if the main, obviously the main story would more than likely involve Carrie. Yeah. And then there'd be a B plot. A C plot and a D plot. It was always the four. But the D plot was always... Teeny, teeny it might tiny. be Charlotte like or something you'd be like you barely saw Charlotte's face yeah there might be something about the dogs having the runs or something like two it, seconds it, two seconds and they really kind of focused they did a kind of a funnel technique yeah um, with the plots yeah they're not doing it here literally there are 20 characters and they all have a plot yeah it's like they've lost the plot Pulp Fiction <laughs> It's not like Pulp Fiction. What am I talking about? It's not like Pulp Fiction. Yeah. I'm sorry. So hopefully someone will shoot Carrie in the fucking face. Had a petty mal. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Okay. The dress is fucked. Seema rings and tells Carrie that because she's dumped What's-His-Face, she is coming to the ball and she might be 20 minutes late. Seema, you were there in the restaurant when, first of all, you said you're not going. This invitation that you were dying for and you sent Carrie caviar to say thank you and then rang her to see if she'd got the caviar and that, you know, you're still going to the ball. And then you decide, I'm not going because I have to go to lunch. I'll still be available to go, but I'm not going to go because I need the glam squad, even Mm. though you're not a celebrity, Seema. You sell houses, love, okay? And you're not on Selling Sunset. So... You're not famous, mm. okay? No one's going to be looking at you. You're going in the back way. Oh, yeah. Okay? So you're not going to see Kylie Jenner. You're not going to see Rihanna. You're not going to see Beyonce. You're going in the back door. No okay? for you. So you don't need your entourage there at half two, right? We've established that, mm-hmm. okay? You could have gone. You said no. You were at the table when Carrie said to Anthony, who had been, who was disinvited by... Uninvited? Disinvited. Uninvited. He's told to fuck off by Charlotte. Mm. Crestfallen. I've said crestfallen a lot today. Crestfallen, devastated. You saw him really upset and then you heard Carrie say, you can come with me now that you're not, that Seema's not going. Okay? Mm -hmm. She witnessed Mm -hmm. all that. Mm -hmm. The neck of her. The absolute neck of her. The neck! The neck! Oh, I love that clip. <sighs> uh, yeah, kind Who of does like that? Sister. What an icon. Like, huh? <laughs> uh, these bitches, because first of all, Seema going, oh, I'm actually going to come. And Carrie's like, okay, see you in a bit. Like, sorry, what? This is like, be like beyond. No, Seema, you're not coming. Like, Seema, have Anthony's you lost the plot? Like the writers his tux on. He's coming. Sorry, I, it's unfortunate. <laughs> but, you know, you actually, I should have asked Anthony first before asking you. Yeah. Imagine that you, you get disinvited, uninvited, and then you get re-invited and then a second time you're going to be uninvited. It's abuse. Um, Carrie then rings Anthony to to uninvite him. Like, she rings him up and she says... Very decent of her. Like, I, I would expect her actually not even to tell him and just leave him in his apartment waiting yeah. for the car. Um, 
Vanessa, she agonised over cancelling Bourbon Tuesday. I know. With handsome producer. Yeah. No fucks given. She casts Anthony aside like he's shit on her shoe. Mm-hmm. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Without a second thought. I know. Saz. I know. She, she didn't say sorry. Surely. Yeah. Uh, she said Seaman needs the Met more. Why? Why? Anthony, Anthony obviously. Anthony was giving head to someone that he liked. And the person, the man, tapped him on the head and said, I'm not feeling this. I made a mistake. He needs the Met. He needs the Met. More. Seema went to a lovely lunch. Yeah. And she left. Now, was she right to leave? I don't know. Well, he should have told her. her. That's her That's her own issue. Yeah. Okay. But your man's obviously into her. Mm-hmm. Because he wasn't even trying to keep this a secret. Yeah. <sighs> Anthony is less upset than I would be in these circumstances. I would be done. I would be done with that group. Yeah. Charlotte and Carrie. I'd be so upset. Just, I'd be so enraged. Mm. Mm, I'd be very, very sad. He got us out for like, how much money did he spend? Well, he had to talk. I mean, he didn't have a veil, uh. but he said he's a veiled threat. And his own self. So, I was, I have never been so annoyed in my entire life. No, me neither. Not even, no, I won't go into it. You what? know what I'm, you know. You know. What? It's not something Back you in the day. Did. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know. I know. Yeah. Dude, that was terrible. We all no, know. this is worse. This is worse. This is worse. I'm so annoyed. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we'll we just... cut to Lisa Scott Lee. Yeah. I think she's a good actress. I think she's beautiful. Mm. I just don't care. Sorry, don't care. character. No, I just no. Well, her husband is from the olden days. Yeah. Because he sees her in her knickers and he says, "That's that's hot as all get out." Yep. Because he's old timey. And she's like all, well, her makeup and hair is all done. Because she's going to the Met Gala. Why is she going to the Met Gala? Who the hell is she going with? Her what? husband. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, were they all invited? Why, actually, that this is a really good point. Why does Charlotte, why does Charlotte, Seema and Lisa have invitations? Who invited them? Who invited them? Why are they on that list? I don't know. I can see Carrie going. Carrie works in the media. But totally why understand. is Charlotte going? How but like if Charlotte's going, then surely like Seema would have got an invite. Oh yeah, Seema didn't get her own invite. But Charlotte did and Lisa did. Lisa makes documentaries. She made two. Shit, you're right. Two documentaries. Charlotte okay, doesn't so do anything. Charlotte. Why did Charlotte get an independent invite? If anything, Anthony should have got one. Yeah, Anthony would have got one. Hot fellas. Yeah. Um, I don't know why Charlotte got one. She doesn't work. <gasps> Art? Art Something art? I don't know. I don't know. PGA? Anyway, Lisa's having a work emergency, by the way. She's lost her edit somehow. Like us when we forget to press record. Oh, it's happened. And do you know what I'd love to happen when I'm up to the line with a deadline and I've lost my work and I need to figure out how Mm -hmm. to fix the problem? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'd love? Lick out. Yeah. Because this is what he suggests. I would, actually. (laughs) (laughs) she's tense and he says let me do that thing that relaxes you and uh, she's like oh fine alright and she's like just remember that my hair and makeup is done so nothing above the waist so that's fine she gets a lick out but she goes I keep thinking I've forgotten something we don't care and nobody cares 
Charlotte, meanwhile, is getting Lily to help her tighten her corset. Uh, Rock tries to get out of it by saying it's... <gasps> this is... I know, actually... Patriarchy. And Charlotte's like, okay, just do it. And they do it, in fairness. Like, what a stupid to. line. Like, mm. like what is it? I won't be part of the heteronormative patriarchy. Yeah. Your mother's asking you to do something, you little fucker. Telling. Do it. Telling. Do it. Yeah. If I was Charlotte, shut the fuck up and tighten my girdle or whatever she's fucking doing. Uh, my bodice. In fairness, that's exactly what Charlotte says and Rock duly. Yeah, but she's still kind of like, oh yeah, and I support I that, I admire that. No, no, I just go, none of your lip. None of your lip. <laughs> none of your lip. <laughs> Little fucker. Yeah. Why does Charlotte have to pander to them? Uh, enough is enough at this stage. Charlotte. Enough is enough. Time's up. Why is it now that kids are allowed to say what they want, be what they want, and no one can question it? Whereas in our day, like, you know, if you were caught, you know, drinking mm. or you came home three o'clock in the morning pissed they killed you and nowadays I, it's like if that's what you felt you needed to do that's what you felt you needed to do and as we know the 80s were much better they were yeah we weren't drinking in the 80s were we oh jesus no we weren't or were we we weren't even born i said a little sip i definitely had a sip yeah that is a fact i would say i had a sip well we always had sips you'd have yeah. your dad's guinness yeah. Yeah. Anyway, cut to uh no no, we're not cutting to anything. We are. We're off to Lisa Scott Wex Lisa Scott Wexley. We're off to Lisa Scott Lee, who is uh wearing a very nice red dress with a mental headpiece thing. She looks great, I have to say. Well she just had a lick out, so And she she's glowing. Say, I think her husband says it's crazy and she says it's not crazy, it's Valentino, which I like. I think that was nice. Uh but she realizes she didn't book the van. She didn't. Are we supposed to be worried? Are we supposed to care? How is she going to get to it? This is the fucking admin of how you get to the event. Like, Like, do you know, like, yeah, it has to be done, but you don't need to put it into the script. No, like, (laughs) and I don't care. But it's all done to have this visual. Somebody went, I want a a visual of this dress walking across the street in New York. It's probably Valentino. Yeah, maybe. Is Valentino alive? I don't know. Or whoever designed the dress anyway. It's Valentino. She says it's not crazy. It's Valentino. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then they designed the dress. But is Valentino a person? Yeah. Or a brand? Like, you said is Valentino alive? Yeah. I'm I'm just wondering. So maybe it's now a brand. Oh, you mean someone from Valentino? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's obviously Valentino's. Okay, well, Valentino designed the dress or his representative, if he's no longer with us. Mm. Um, So, yeah, they probably asked for that. I will give you the dress, uh, producers, as long as you have a visual. Of the dress walking through New York. Yeah. And the whole story of the van yeah. book, booking and the lookout and everything. Yeah. But, this whole but it's thing. also trying to show us that sometimes even Lisa Scott Lee can drop the ball. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, mm. just in case you thought. Uh, I like this moment as well. He says, her husband says, uh, can you see in that thing? And she says, who needs to see? And walks off. So she is fabulous. What does she mean, who needs to see? I'm so fabulous in this Valentino dress that I don't even need to see. All that matters is how amazing I look. How are you going to climb the stairs? It's just an iconic line. It's not real. I don't think it's that iconic. Like, you need to see. (laughs) (laughs) When these pictures came out, by the way, during filming, I thought this was Charlotte in that dress. I don't know why. No. I 
don't know why. Because I remember seeing Charlotte in the dress that she wore, the mm. horse riding one. I just um, pulled a face that yeah, it's like it's Nina Caps. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know who I thought it was. I don't think I cared. I think it's a lovely dress. So. Yeah, she looks amazing. Speaking of Charlotte, we do now see her get up and it is unpleasant. It's not great. I dare say. Harry's complaining about his boots, um, pinching him and he learns... Harry looks like an undertaker from Oliver Twist. <laughs> he does. He's got very skinny legs. He does. I don't know why I thought they'd be bigger. Because of his big cock. It's this thing. These are the things I think about. <laughs> like, seriously. Like, um, um, he learns that he won't be on TV or meet Rihanna or walk up the big stairs. So he decides he's not going. But we don't see him decide he's not going. We oh, don't know oh. if he says, listen, Charlotte, I actually don't want to go because I thought I was going to meet Rihanna, even though you told me. You probably weren't. I wasn't. Mm. Did you? T- did she tell him? Oh, she did. You're not going to meet Rihanna. You're not going to be yeah, on so, telly. Yeah, but did she tell him before? Or? No, in this moment. Okay, so just now we don't know. Yeah, he wants to meet Rihanna. Mm. Charlotte tells him he's not going to, and he's disappointed. But I, we don't see her go. Listen, I don't need to come, and we don't see him go. I don't want to go. So we don't know what happened. Whose choice it was? Yeah, is it Harry's choice? Now, if it was so. Harry's choice, that's fair enough. But if it wasn't. She's, She's a, a bitch. bitch. No good. She's a bitch. Just messing with everyone's feelings. Messing with their heads. But honestly, I feel more inclined to think that it was it was Harry who said, "Well, this isn't." Well, really. they've kept in everything else that happened Why did in the last in, five days, and we watched it in real time. They have to keep time showing <gasps> Harry doing his accounts. Like next week. I know. <laughs> going to the toilet. Yeah. Brushing his teeth. Yeah. So the bloody abuse continues because now Anthony gets a, another phone call and this time it's Charlotte informing him that he shall go to the ball and he will go. He's so desperate and broken. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. And if I was him, I'd just go, no, thank you. Delete. Who is this? Who is this? New phone. New who phone. Who this? At least Charlotte does say that she's made a terrible mistake and she begs him to come and he's like, really? And she says, yes, if you'll have me. So at least yeah, she's kind she's of contrite, humble. Yeah. yeah, she's contrite about it. Unlike Bradshaw. Yeah, she, she'd be less so. So she's going to collect Anthony anyway in 20 minutes. Seema leaves her apartment and has her glam squad around her making... Now, there's about her. 20 people. It's so stupid. Like... Kim Kardashian doesn't have this. No, I don't. I didn't understand what was happening. I was like, but who are, who are the glams? People? Like, you, you need someone for your hair. Yeah, and your makeup. Yeah, and your dress. Yeah, that's three people. Why are there twenty? There's twenty people. Like, is there somebody who's a specialist in doing eyeshadow? <laughs> or like, if she had like prosthetics or something, you know what I mean? But and she was get aesthetics the morning of. Prosthetics. Oh, prosthetics. Sorry, I thought you meant <laughs> aesthetics like filler or something. Oh, no, no. So that's what I'm saying. Like, unless she was dressed as like an ape or yeah. like um, an alien. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why she'd need to have been there by, you know, from half two. She need she need an entourage. Mm. And when you see what she's wearing, it doesn't require an entourage. She didn't need even one no. person, I'd say. Princess Diana didn't need. Did she do her own makeup? Princess Diana? Yeah. Mm, for her wedding or in general? Oh, for her wedding. No. Didn't Kate Middleton do her own makeup? 
Wasn't that a whole thing? Really? Yeah, because I think we were in the midst of a global recession <laughs> and they were spending so like 100 million or something anyway. She's I'll like, do oh, my, I'm own do my own makeup. makeup. I, I shall do my own makeup. I shall watch YouTube videos. Yes, national treasure. Bridal look. Thanks. Thanks, taxpayers are just all <laughs> heaving a sigh of relief. Yeah. And for a while she was going around in dresses from Topshop. And she was wearing things twice. Yeah. Like Miranda did at the but beginning of the scene. She doesn't do that anymore. No, she that doesn't. That was just like some press officer going, listen, Kate. Wear things twice for a yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. Twice. I think I have things I've worn 2,000 times. Like I was, wore this yesterday. Did you? Yeah. Did you even notice? I'm a dirty See? bitch. I just don't care anymore. Kate. Yeah, you would. Anyway. Um, oh, God. Okay, back to Carrie's. Oh, the, dress, the dress. It's not going to work. And... Instead of, by the way, instead of Carrie going hours ago, get this shit out of my house yeah. and I'll sort something out. I never darken my door again. It's Smoke who says, please don't wear this dress. Yeah, because <laughs> like, Carrie was going to wear it. Because she's like, it'll ruin my reputation. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? She's obviously not wearing it. And she's like, oh, you must have something else that fabulous that you can wear with the cape. But why didn't she say this seven hours ago? <laughs> Like, as you if, must know some designers. As if Carrie's head wouldn't have been going to plan B, plan C. Well, it obviously wasn't. Jesus. Um, I can't just go to my closet, says Carrie, and find something perfect to wear for veiled beauty. Oh, oh wait a minute. Am I... Uh, uh, no, just sorry, what the about perfect the dr- thing. What about the dress she had when she was um, with the Russian? And with the Russian? And no one would have seen that dress. The dress she had when she threw Big's ashes into the river. Yeah. And no one's going to take a picture of you anyway because you're going in the back She's door. going in the blab door. It doesn't matter. And you'd be all like, oh, sustainability. Yeah. You know, I'll re- I'm repurposing a dress. But anyway. Exactly. No. She had, it, it's come right down to the wire. Her hair and makeup are done. She needs a dress right now. She's like, oh, wait a minute. I completely forgot that I had a really iconic um, piece of uh, clothing with a veil it's Vera Wang, isn't totally it? Totally forgot yeah. I had this. I completely piece. forgot. She, I completely forgot about my wedding dress yeah. that nobody saw. And her mental head headpiece that yeah. she wore. The bird. The bird. Did Philip Tracy do that? Did he? They did. He does all the hats. Yeah. So off she went and got her Philip Tracy hat. I wondered if he did the hat that Heidi wore. Not Heidi from Switzerland. <laughs> Heidi from uh, the video. <laughs> Heidi that, in the hotel. The, yeah, with the Deirdre Rashid. Yeah. And Naya. Yeah. Probably. I thought I'd never talk about that scene again. It and might I have just been did. in um, her.ie <laughs> if that hat was a bit of Tracy yet. Okay. So the milliner, whoever they might be, provided this hat many years ago for um, the first movie when Carrie was jilted. first wedding, yeah. At the altar. Uh, so she dons the wedding dress, the perfect veiled hat and the quite nice green cape and off she goes looking a million dollars and just like that it's over and we'll never get that time back those four days that we we've watched. recorded for nearly two hours we've, like we <laughs> had the intention of just talking about this for half an hour because it was such drivel uh, but, but it's so layered we're all out of our systems <laughs> and this is only episode one this is to episode be honest one. with you I could have talked for another seven hours well, we just make a new... Like, Storm could be in that corner trying to fix that dress and I'd still be talking all day. <laughs> Let's make a new podcast series. About Storm? Just about episode one of this programme, of and series two. And dissect it, like, literally, 
Do seven episodes. Second by second. Yeah. Because we could. Be like cereal to take off. I thought you meant the morning thing. Oh, Jesus, like. no. Jesus. It's an, it's, uh, with an S. Oh, my God. It's a different thing. On that note, before I vomit. Sorry. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. If you manage to stick with us. <laughs> and we'll be back real soon with episode two of yeah. series two of And Just Like That. But only for patrons. So you can... Join us over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash suddenly I realised. They won't. No, they won't. They won't. Fuckers. Fuckers anyway. Goodbye. Bye. Dearest listeners, we hope you're enjoying this podcast. We are certainly enjoying making it. If you are, please express that financially. So you can keep us in our Manolos and Cosmopolitans and Champagne. Yeah, well, ideally. So whatever you have, Euros, dollars, yen, rand, Bitcoin, we'll accept them all. I'm not sure if Patreon.com will accept Bitcoin. Maybe they will. To find out, go to Patreon.com and look for Suddenly I Realised. In return, there will be bonus content, maybe messages from myself and Vanessa. Maybe a bit of merch. Maybe more. If you're lucky. Thank you for listening. You can contact us on suddenlyirealized at gmail.com or find us on Facebook. Please subscribe to Suddenly I Realized on patreon.com. Cover art is by the very talented Patrick Kinsler, whose work you can find on craftypads.com. 